0: Taylor Decker's on my all-22 fantasy team, by the way. Stop. Stop it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Taylor. I don't care, and I'm in the league. I'm just trying to hype up the future of fantasy football yeah. here. They told me we could hype it up. Nobody cares about your fantasy team. That's one of the card rules way. of broadcasting. Regardless of the medium, they don't care. So the strategic component to this game is through the roof. Your predictions, right? You forecasting forecasting fantasy football into how good is this player. This is going to, it's going to change the industry.
1: Yeah. I moved to the old town with down. Look at me now. I wrote my goals down. I hold it down. Made myself proud. Say, look at, look at me now. Look at me now.
0: Hello and welcome to the All 22 Podcast. My name is Chris Lombardi and I'm joined by Bobby Acker and Ray Cotto. And we are the co-founders of All 22. Guys, with only a week and a half left before the NFL season, there is no time like the present to sign up for All 22 with coupon code RUSH22, that's all caps, R-U-S-H, 22. That'll give you 80% off a one-year membership of all 22. That's only nine ninety nine for a one-year membership of all 22. So if you haven't done so already and you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't make a lot of sense, so get in there and sign up. We released that yesterday, guys. It uh, went pretty well, right? We got a lot of uh, positive reception to that.
1: Yeah, it was pretty it was pretty crazy, the, the reception we did get. Um... Yeah, you guys listening are awesome. Um, yeah, really cool to see lots of people loving the platform, uh, filling up some of the last remaining uh, public leagues that we see available in the lobbies now, and getting to drafting. It's definitely draft season, so really cool to see.
2: Yeah, we're a lot better than Madden. Like, it's way cooler platform than Madden. Like, I download the new one, I go to play franchise mode. It's just the same thing. It's just the same thing. Ten bucks, you get a game that's going to be new and awesome every year. Totally worth it. Totally worth it so glad to have everybody that's new um and excited to get started and like you said bobby we are different so
0: there are enough drafts finally completed where we can make a true adp this is the first time in fantasy football you're going to get an adp that includes offensive linemen and defensive players that uh actually reflect true performance right you're not just getting guys that get a lot of tackles and a lot of playing time but are terrible otherwise this adp is actually re- reflective of the true nfl so We ran those numbers for the first time. They finally were released on the live site, and now we want to try to unpack some of that. So, guys, we're going to start with the the top 10 picks uh, with ADP and starting actually with the top five. So, top five, we uh, we had Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, and Russ as our top five before we did this. With the ADP, we're showing that it's Burrow, Allen, Herbert over Mahomes, and Russ. So guys, people are thinking that Herbert is the pick over Mahomes. Do we agree or do we disagree?
2: <laughs> Com- completely disagree with that, but yeah. it's that's fine. I think I think people are a little thrown off with like there's like that recency bias. Like you see Pat Mahomes is great last year, not as great as it was before. You see like you know, he loses Tyreek Hill and like I don't know. I think people are playing too much into that. Which is which is fine. That's your strategy. It's fine.
1: Uh, it, it's gone too far and it's not fine. He's still Pat Mahomes. We're talking about Pat Mahomes here. like his down year was still very good, and he finished very well still. I, uh, yeah, it's it's gone too far and he's not a weapons dependent talent.
0: right. We've I mean, seen too many quarterbacks lose their number one guy and have better years the year after for you to be so worried about Tyreek Hill being that guy so yeah i think we're the consensus here is that we still stick with our initial valuation it should be mahomes over herbert but uh the people have spoken and they want they want herbert so after that top five guys we had quarterbacks right oh you have something else Wait, before we go
2: out of the top five i just want to say something real quick real mm-hmm. quick i was right about russell wilson okay you guys all you guys want to put him like I think Chris wanted him, like, outside of the top 15, which was, like, just unreal. <laughs> but, like, cool. you guys wanted him much lower than he was. I had to fight to get him to seven, and here he is at five. <laughs> the community agrees with me, guys. You guys are wrong. I got outvoted, and
0: look look where we are. If we, if we want to really have that conversation, you know, we'll talk about the next guy on the list, which is Deshaun Watson, who uh, I got outvoted on, right? We put him at six. I think I wanted him at, like, ten. And guess where he's getting taken, guys? you were you
2: were right now right but then I feel like if we were drafting then before knowing about the 11 game suspension and all that stuff um you would have been wrong absolutely
0: <laughs> I would have been wrong okay okay so he's getting taken that- 36th just a heads up people out there Deshaun Watson's getting taken 36 we had him as our number six quarterback and guys what happened to the quarterbacks right so like is there really that big of a drop-off after Russell Wilson where guys are saying we don't need one in the first round'll we'll, we'll take other talent and we'll wait on the quarterback do we think that's a good strategy
1: I think
2: I, think I know what's going on but go ahead right go ahead
1: yeah. yeah I actually don't hate the strategy um but I would i would start it a little later so if i have a late pick in the first like nine or ten I get saying all right I'm gonna pivot I'm gonna take the top edge guy or like miles garrett or something right and getting a quarterback later, I just think if you're drafting earlier than that, you still have guys like Dak. If you're a Kyler guy, which I'm not, but you know you have Kyler, you have Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins grades very well. People don't want to admit it. I don't want to admit it. I don't like it, but he he does really well in this format. I'm not sure I'm passing those guys up. I think the teardrop is maybe after those eight or so guys and not after, you know, Russell Wilson at fifth or sixth. So I think people are going a little bit too early on, on the, uh, you know, anything but quarterback uh, strategy there in the first round, but I get where they're coming from.
2: I I agree with you, Ray. I don't think it's a bad strategy at all because you can get, guys like Matt Stafford later and stuff like that. Like, there's, there's other ways you can do it. Like we saw Lamar Jackson was like pushed down to 138 overall, but like what I think is happening is like everybody that's been playing this game and drafting, they've been salivating about the idea of drafting tackles and edge rushers since February, right? They're just so excited to do it that they're just like F the quarterbacks. I've got these guys on all my other platforms. Now I can finally get an offensive lineman i'm gonna do it right now i'm not even gonna wait that's exactly that's what's happening that's a fact
0: could be right i think to ray's point right kirk cousins is one of three quarterbacks to have an 80 PFF grade in three consecutive seasons he's going as the 111th player in in uh startup draft so we're talking about like really deep falls right so watson we had at six is going 36 kyler we had at seven is going uh about 14 aaron Rodgers, we had eight is going 22. And then Cousins, we had nine, is going 111th. And the people replacing them are the edge rushers, guys. So the young edge rushers are flying up the board. Guys that we had like in the teens are Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, TJ Watt, and Nick Bosa. But those are the guys going seven, eight, six, seven, eight, nine uh, in these drafts. So you guys are saying you agree with this strategy, you know, um, not that it's not that you agree, but it's not a bad strategy, right? You know, if you, if you want to fade quarterbacks and get a Matthew Stafford later on, you know, that allows you to get a Miles Garrett, a Max Crosby, a Watt, a Bosa now.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I respect those who pull it off because sometimes like even just talking about it, it's like, I'm not sure I have the guts to do it if I'm picking like sixth, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just one of those deals where it's safe to go QB, but um, yeah, you can pull it off. Great. I'm, I think some of the players, you know, right. You start digging a little bit deeper and it's like, okay, the bosses kind of do this thing where they miss like four games at a time every now and again, whenever they get nicked up, right. They like really protect their bodies and stuff. So uh, you might see, you know, when, if you take a non-quarterback that high and they miss time, it's gonna really hurt you during the season. You're gonna you're gonna feel that difference during those games. So you you are putting your neck out there when, when you do this.
2: There was a guy on Twitter. He posted his whole team right, and I, I went and read through it because I was really curious to see what he did. And at the end of it, I'm like, "This is a really good team." Like, but there's no quarterbacking. The guy went twenty something rounds without a quarterback. I even commented I'm like, dude, "What what is your plan?" He messaged me back like the next day and like showed his quarterback room. It was pretty good. It was, was like really good. So the, like, there is a way to pull it off. There's leagues where you can do it. I don't recommend it. But this guy went a little extreme, but it's it's a, it's super interesting. The the way I think I would do it, and like
0: I'm okay with passing on a quarterback in the first round if you want to try to get one of those top edge rushers that you think are going to get taken by teams on the come around. But like not getting one in the second round or the third round, like that's scary. That's, that's so scary. And like guys like yeah. Rodgers, Brady. And I hate to say it again, but like Kirk cousins are going to grade really well. So if you get that top edge rusher and can add on one of those top playing quarterbacks, even if they're a little older, like you're putting yourself in a championship window. So like, that's what I want to do. I don't want to wait. Like I was messing with Ray. Cause I know Ray in our league, he has Lamar and Trevor Lawrence. Right. And like seemingly good quarterbacks, but they haven't graded particularly well in a couple of years on Lamar side. And Trevor hasn't yet in the NFL. So you know, like race team could be great, but that's 10% of his team, his starting lineup, that's not going to be grading so well every week, right? And that's a huge dip in scoring.
2: Yeah, talk about rolling the dice. I, I respect I can't it. do it. I respect <laughs> I respect <laughs> it. I just can't do it myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. And
0: after those top five quarterbacks, we said Rodgers and Murray are going in like the teens or the 20s. But it's after that, right? Watson, Cousins, Dak, Stafford, Tannehill, Mac Jones, Carr, Lamar, and Trevor Lawrence. Guys that we had either in the top 10 or in the top 20 that are falling into the hundreds, right? So those guys will be available for you is what we're seeing. So if you do want to wait, uh, it seems like that's kind of the consensus. People are waiting on these quarterbacks. Um, So that might be a strategy you want to do. But there is one quarterback that actually climbed up in rankings, and that is a guy we all know and love. Mr. Tom Brady, he went from QB 18 in our ranking to QB 12. Uh, that man is 45-year-old Tom Brady, right? And it's actually a trend we're seeing all across ADP is that people aren't so concerned about age. We thought they would be. We thought we'd be seeing those young players, those young, uh, even rookies that were getting taken much earlier than we had projected them. We thought we were being a little conservative there. But it turns out people don't mind age, right? Brady is getting taken much earlier we see 32 year old Travis Kelsey, who we had ranked 232nd, going 138th. 31 year old Zach Martin, uh, we had him at 176. He's going 101. 33 year old Cam Hayward, he uh, we had him at 189. He's going 106. So guys, like, where? How do you consider age when you're doing a draft?
1: I mean, you're just you're you're, you're going for the one year. You're saying, all right, I'm going to take a posi- you know position player, first round, second round, whatever it is, and then. Get, get Brady for one year and then figure it out after because Brady's going to play at a top five level. It just might be for one more year. He already he already retired this year. He already retired. So he's probably going to retire again, but you get him for a year at, you know, probably top five level play. See if you win it all, I guess. So I get it for, for Tom Brady. I do not ever plan on or go into a draft thinking i'm going to take a 34 year old you know defensive interior player and cam hayward's been great i mean you look at his performances last like four years he's hovering in the 80s and maybe even low 90s for for his season grades overall he's super consistent but that is not a position where you see players play well into their 30s they really start to drop off guards a different story i didn't even realize zach martin was already 31 years old but you know but he is i guess so um I get it if you're taking a guard. that uh, Tight ends last a little bit longer than, than you would think, but a defensive interior player, like, I don't know. I, I can't take Cam Hayward that high. You look at the, the three defensive interior players we had going before him in our rankings, that's Jordan Davis, Devontae Wyatt, Christian Barmore, and then the three after uh, Cam Hayward, we had Leonard Williams, Ed Oliver, and Zach Siler. I'm taking maybe four of those names, Ahead of Cam Hayward. And if I'm not in love with any of the defensive material players there when I'm on the board, I'm probably just going with a different position before I take Cam Hayward in the 10th round. Um, it's not that he's done anything to warrant fading. His production has still been very good, but their production is always good until it isn't because you got old. And when you're turning 34, probably around the time you're going to start to look old. So I'm, I'm just staying away in that instance. I am all for
0: building the back half of your team with guys that are going to be productive, right? So if you, if you think maybe there's not that young talent that you want to take a risk on towards the end of your draft, and instead you want to get a guy like Jordan Davis early on, but then get a Cam Hayward that you can start right away, I'm all for that. But spending a top 20 pick on a guy that you might only get for one year is is a really like you're playing with fire, right? Like you're just, you're playing with
2: fire. I I w I can't do that. Good. You're also essentially spending two top 20 picks on that guy. Cause you have to go and get the guy to replace him next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're like investing twice in him. It's very true. So,
0: it's very true. And yeah. it, so there's one other older player that we actually got. It's the one player in the whole thing, right? I looked at all of our rankings, all of the ADP rankings. There's one player that we got exactly right. That is our boy Trent Williams. We had him fifteenth overall. He is getting drafted fifteenth overall. Do you think? I mean, we. I guess we all think that's a good place for him. But do you guys um, have any thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, I put him there. That was me that put him. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> that was my ranking.
1: <laughs> so taking Rashawn Slater probably before him, but but I get it. An offensive tackle was last a while, so that's why he's up there. And but then again, you're talking a difference of probably instead of a one-year window, maybe it's a two or three tops. It's still a short window. You still have to plan your replacement. It's not like, oh, offensive tackles last a long time, so I'm just going to take Trent Williams and and move on. Like, No, you still have to plan for the replacement and, and the fill-in in the future because it is coming, and those years go by pretty quick.
0: Yeah, well, Ray, you touched on one thing. You said you wouldn't take Trent Williams, but – when we look at our rankings, right, the three of us, obviously it might not have been you that said this, but our rankings collectively was that we had Joe Burrow as quarterback number one. We had Jonathan Taylor as running back number one. Mark Andrews as tight end number one. Justin Jefferson, receiver number one. Trent Williams, tackle number one. And guard, uh, Creed Humphrey was the center. Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, Jalen Ramsey, and Derwin James. So that was our, those were our top players per position. That is exactly who has been taken as the top player per position based on adp so it seems like we did do a good job there um not many people seem to have disagreed with that
1: we know a thing or two we know a thing or two yeah
0: that's just to toot our own horns right there that's all that was not bad guys not bad all right and then looking at rookies right so you know people aren't doing rookie drafts yet although If you did play in a league last year, that is now uh, available. So reach out if you are ready to do your rookie draft. But um, in just normal startup drafts, right, the rookies, like we wanted to look at where they're actually being drafted and who's going first. Uh, So when we look at that, right, our top 25 rookies being taken based on ADP, there was not a single quarterback on that list. So in the 25, there was no quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett is not being taken. Uh, Interesting. Trayvon Walker, right? He was the first player taken in the NFL draft. We're seeing Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau taken above him. Guys, do you you agree with, I guess, all of those sentiments so far? Yeah.
1: You go back to our pre-draft episodes about this too, but uh, yeah, not a problem there at all.
2: I mean, even leading into the draft, right? Like KT and Aiden Hutchinson were the household names too. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's probably what you're seeing there as a result of that. And then when Trayvon Walker did kind of get introduced as the household name, as the first overall pick, potentially, I mean, myself included, people were saying, "What a what a horrible idea that is!" Right? Like that was like that was like the whole narrative around Trayvon Walker being picked number one. So I feel like what we're seeing here in ADP is kind of a result of that.
0: Yeah, I'm curious as we track it now that the preseason has started and we've gotten to see some play. If that changes, because. I think initial observations is that he's playing pretty well. I think his PFF grade uh, with his first two performances has been pretty high. Uh, So I'm curious um, if that perception starts to change, if we see him just start to rise. Um, But yeah, so just the top five guys, right? It was Aiden Hutchinson, Derek Stingley's going second, Kayvon Thibodeau third, Sauce Gardner's four, and then Trayvon Walker. Those are the top five, all defensive players um besides that so another thing about the top 25 very I wanted I kind of want to make the contrast here so in an all-22 draft we're seeing the top 25 rookies taken 23 of them are first round picks right there's only two guys going in that top 25 that are second round picks and that's Brees Hall and Sky Moore when you're doing a normal fantasy draft it's the complete opposite right if you're doing a dynasty draft doesn't matter it's the complete opposite right you're drafting you're drafting undrafted free agent running backs in some uh in some dynasty drafts right so like I think that's just goes to we're making this as realistic to the NFL
2: experience as possible and I think this is a great way to represent that as well we did our our rookie draft some of it today you guys and just to let everybody know what happened in ours. first running back wasn't taken until round five pick two that's so refreshing to see like I love that I don't know about you guys but that's 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 awesome
0: I do love that and thinking about that right so like four rounds that's 48 picks that means that he's going maybe like around pick 43 to 50 and that's where running backs have been going in nfl drafts right where did Brees hall go in the nfl draft he went in middle of pick the second 36 round, right? okay early second round so. so that's just about right uh so yeah gotta love that gotta love how how realistic that is there anything else you guys wanted to point out with the rookies
1: I think our users are doing the right thing by uh, by not taking the rookie quarterbacks. I mean, I think it just goes <laughs> to show how that class ended up, and still don't know what the heck the Steelers were thinking. But um, yeah, it's just a very weak quarterback class this past this past year. So um, just more reason to make sure you have a a plan in place already for for quarterback during your startups, because a, I doubt a rookie is going to bail you out. Uh, this season. So you might have to uh, be looking towards the future if you do not shore up your quarterback room by the end of your startup draft.
2: Yeah. Why, why waste the pick when you have a $300 blind bid budget? You could just, you know, if it's Desmond Ritter, get, like get to start first or Kenny Pickett, whatever. Just go all in on one of those guys. Because if you need them, chances are, like you're saying, Ray, you're not going to be in great shape anyway. So maybe get them, get them then, build up, build up your quarterback room. But I'm not wasting any of my 53 on, or at least any of my early 53s on those guys.
0: Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, I think, like, what we're saying is it's an anomaly, though, right? Like, in a normal year where there's quarterbacks going in the top five picks of the NFL draft, like, those are going to be the first guys taken in an all-22 rookie draft. And they will go, you know,
2: highly in yeah. a startup draft. Yeah, we had a bunch of them last year. I remember everybody was jumping on the rookie quarterbacks pretty early. And even in the in the startup drafts, too. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, those guys weren't weren't sitting there very long, which is the way the really the way it should be. Yeah, couldn't agree. Just more. A, just a weird year.
0: Yep. Then one other thing to point out. So if you're if you have the question, you know, this is offensive linemen are included for the first time. You haven't said anything about the rookie offensive linemen. So they went 13-14, 19-20, and 24. So uh, Evan Neal was the first tackle taken off at 13. Akeem Oquanu uh, was the second one at 14. Oh, I'm sorry. And then Tyler Linderbaum is in there as well. Uh, Zion Johnson, Charles Cross, and then Kenyon Green. So a lot of offensive linemen in there getting taken in the top 25 picks. Again, just
2: like in the real NFL draft. So got to love that. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny seeing like the interior guys get it, like Linderbaum, Kenyon Green kind of get floated up there, maybe even above some of the tackles. Like people are taking into account like that position scarcity too, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And definitely, and definitely some opportunities there,
0: like, you know, Charles Cross, who was my guy, uh, went to a team that doesn't have a lot of talent around him. So maybe like you're fading him a little, little bit where Tyler Linderbaum, right? He goes to the Ravens and you just have to have to have a lot of faith in what the Ravens are doing and how he's going to impact that run game. So, you know, he's climbing up the rankings and yeah, again, just like love seeing that love talking about it too. Yeah, really cool cool guys this was a this was a short one if we have nothing else you know uh, thank you so much for tuning in everyone if you haven't done so yet I'm just going to say it again visit all 22com sign up with code rush 22 that gives you a 999 membership for one year uh, and we are live get in there and sign up as quickly as you can we're giving these spots away for the first 222 people that sign up so um, you know a week and a half to go so get in there while you can. Uh, Give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at all22 underscore PFF, and then leave us a review uh, for this podcast on YouTube, Apple, or whichever platform you listen to. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it.